Right, so the whole reason you're not hearing the music for uh, Tremors right now is because we need mm. to warn you about this episode. <laughs> it's pesh. <laughs> it, it, it's no pesh. And it's not like a... And it, we, can, we can't even blame the film. It just... No, it was a little bit rushed. Aye, it was your fault. Aye. Like, um, you had people going out, I had people coming in. Aye. There was like a thunderstorm going on outside. This is our third attempt to record this episode. Yeah. Which also took uh, three recordings to cover what should just be 60 minutes. Aye. So it's a little bit messy. I've done my best to tidy up, sew it back together, uh, edit out the noise coming from like my neighbour emptying their wheelie bin midway through the episode. Maybe it's podcasters. Aye, so, like, no one seemed to give a fuck that we had to record a podcast this week, apart from us. I know. So. Aye. Uh, Stay tuned. I think it's a quick episode this week. I've not edited it all together yet, but, hey, at least that's another episode out the road. And we'll deliver more awesome podcasts in future that you will not... I'm a Get over the fucking episode. Okay, here's the music. Oh, well, let's go. Hi. So, hello and welcome to Films and Swearing, episode 19. I'm your host, Stuart Sutherland, and joining me across the internet is Andy. Yeah. It's fucking raining. <laughs> oh, fuck, I. I can, like, I have all my, like, what's new, or, like, all my things I've noted throughout the week, but it's been that long since I feel like we've recorded all the stuff that I've done in the last week feels dead old now. <laughs> well, you can still tell me. Aye, so like when we originally first were going to record, I'd seen Guardians of the Galaxy, that was my new thing to talk about. Yeah. Which, surprisingly good film. Surprising, really? Well, it was, I knew it was going to be a good film, but I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Ah. So like, as I said, this is like the least Marvel movie from Marvel. Uh-huh. Like in the sense that it's got uh, like near enough bugger all to do, like with like say the Avengers. Sure, it's got uh-huh. all its links in with like the the Infinity Gems and Thanos, uh-huh. which I realised I've been saying his. I was gonna say I've been saying his name wrong because I think it, in the movies they pronounce it Thanos. Thanos. Yes. For his name is Thanos. Aye, who who fucking knows, but. <laughs> So it's sort of like they replay that scene from the end of the Avengers where it's got that big purple bastard and he's got a wee, uh, what was the alien race? The Kree or something? Uh Aye. They had the wee ugly alien boys like talking on his behalf. It kind of cuts to the villain of Guardians of the Galaxy meeting with Thanos and the wee creature thing. Uh-huh. So, like, that's your only kind of connection to new. 
So if it didn't have that in it, it could have easily been its own space sci-fi summer blockbuster. Aye. This could have been its own separate Aye, and exactly. But still, I guess they've proved that they can make a real no-name comic a fucking multi-million dollar movie. Aye. Success. Because I've never heard that before this, before the film. Exactly. When they first announced it, I didn't have a clue. It's like it's Aye. it's like a boy that was sent into space, a tree, and a raccoon, and aliens. Aye. Like, I just thought, oh fuck, it's gonna be that another one of the duck films. Is it Howard the Howard Duck or the something? Duck. Aye, with Steven Spielberg. That was a creepy looking duck back in the day. Aye. Because I think there had to be a man in a suit. <laughs> sure, but no. I think it might have been. Unless was it was still something. that bad back then? <laughs> I think it was, but... So that was, like, what I had back when we originally were supposed to record. Yeah. Then I went to the Edinburgh Fringe at the beginning of the week and saw Colt Cabana and Brendan Burns. Yeah. And I thought, right, that'll be my thing to talk about. And then we pushed that back another day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was looking at my notes. I'd, I was texting you throughout the event. Like, uh-huh. remind me to talk about this thing. Remind me to talk about that thing. And I had to look them up to uh-huh. actually remember what I had to talk about. <laughs> but no, it was fine. They'd done the show that was... Ah, oh, fuck. I can't mind the title. But it was something like Colt Cabana and Brendan Burns... Uh, uh, provide uh, commentary to bad wrestling in a 150-seater tent. Like, <laughs> that is, like, the title. Paraphrased. Uh, it, it's something different, but it was funny as hell. Like, oh, Brendan sweet. Burns is Australian, uh, Colt Cabana's an American independent wrestler who's a kind of one of the more known independent wrestlers. So it was them, and then they have like a third chair where they bring in uh, just one of the random comedians on a night off. So uh-huh. it was another uh, Australian comedian who was just like off his meds. He was absolute nuts. <laughs> and like all three of them are just like just wrestling geeks, and it was funny uh-huh. as hell. They were like basically deciphering the lyrics. In Billy Gunn's theme music from the Attitude Era. Uh, like, right. Oh, okay. Ashman. Yes, exactly. Like, they were saying the Attitude Era was when wrestlers became uh, more real. Like, they were bringing part of their characters. Like, The Undertaker went from this gravedigger to, like, guy riding his Harley. Uh, and then they were trying to figure out the creative process of Billy Gunn explaining to Vince McMahon that he- he's into ass. <laughs> so they were just kind of playing the, lyri- the lyrics saying like uh, he likes to hug them, he likes to kick them he likes to shove them he likes to <laughs> twist them <laughs> so they were doing like a little improv where like one was Billy Gunn and the other one was Vince McMahon but Vince uh, McMahon kept turning to Colt Cabana one to put him in a Jew match because he needs him to Jew it up and there's like he's going to put him in the Jewish chamber match <laughs> and the fucking crowd turned. It was funny. But <clears throat> it was the two for one night. So it was 
it was fine because me and Mike Guffrey were there from the Dawn of the Dead episode. So yeah. it was fine because both of us are into our wrestling. Whereas it looks like two-thirds of the crowd was wrestling fans and their girlfriends. <laughs> and, like, where I was sitting, there was, like, a German dude beside me. And then next to him, there was, like, a girl in a summer's dress and then her boyfriend wearing a CM Punk t-shirt. And uh. <laughs> I reckon why, but as the night went on, the more offensive the jokes got, the more, like, flared her nostrils got. Because <laughs> I was just sort of, like, I reckon when a show happens, I seem to watch the people, like, for their uh. reactions to some of the mere touchier jokes. Uh. And when I looked at her, she mortified. Every joke she just seemed to get more uncomfortable with. Uh. It was funny. Fucking it, hell. it was it just like there's these clips <laughs> hopefully they're on YouTube there's one about a boy uh, it was something like Igor the Punisher and they're just like this big Polish boy and he came to the ring with a sausage and he was like biting into the sausage <laughs> then he started like properly grabbing and kissing old women at ringside uh-huh. then he grabbed a little boy that looked like Danny for the Shining and started walking oh. around the ringside with him. When to give him the sausage, <laughs> the boy refused the sausage, <laughs> so he kissed him in the mouth. On the mouth. No! <laughs> and then when he... It was like a handicap match, so when he went in to fight these two brothers, he was basically just taking them to town. He would just grind them in the corner, and... <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what the hell? And these comedians were going absolutely nuts. <laughs> they're just this woman's like she. I think she just went pale. Her nostrils went huge, and <laughs> I think she was gonna leave her man after that. Oh, definitely. Well, if she doesn't like wrestling, she will be. <laughs> maybe, maybe the re- maybe it wasn't the wrestling that was doing it. It was maybe all the offensive jokes. Ah, uh, maybe she was Jewish. Uh, oh, that'd be <laughs> awkward. <laughs> anyway, that was all the shit I'd done this week. Um, uh, you. Been busy? I've just been fighting a hedge all week. <laughs> Removing fist. it from the, from the ground in my garden. Right. And I've just been hitting it and sawing it and that, and it's finally gone. I, would fire not work? That would be a quick... Setting fire to something in my garden's a bit dangerous, is it not? Well, you've only got, like, a wooden shed and, like, a big wooden fence. I don't see what the problem is. Oh, that is a big problem. <laughs> Especially when bairns hang out, hang out inside the hedge. Well, that's a lesson learned. They're a fucking murderer. <laughs> they go to fucking jail and get bummed. <laughs> that might be, like, an elaborate scheme. Well, kill somebody just so they can go to jail and get bummed. Aye, free... Uh, no string attached sex. All <laughs> <laughs> I had, only had to torch children. I can There's probably like I could go on grinder, but grinder. Who do you care about that? I was can't... watching Californication season six, and that was one of the subplots was someone was pretending to be gay, and it says, "Well, you can't be gay if you don't have grinder on your phone." Ah, so. But let's see, let's get this podcast rolling. Anyway, today we are talking about Tremors from 1990. 
Yeah. Ah, fuck, Maggie needs me to go and help her with the buggy. Right now? No, she's, well, nearly home, so probably, like, in five minutes. What a fucking bitch. Uh, uh, right, so this is a listener suggestion from <laughs> Margaret Sutherland. Aye, uh, that bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> their time. If you want to make a suggestion to Films and Swear, a movie suggestion, you don't need to tell us what to do. Uh, uh, go to filmsandswearing.com and click Suggest a Movie. Uh-huh. That is on the menu on the right side of the screen. <laughs> but you can if also... you can read, you can see it. Yeah. If your eyes, you can see read, it. If you read, fucking mention it. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, this was a listener's suggestion for today. Tremors is from director Ron Underwood. Man behind City Slickers. And the remake of Mighty Joe Young. Aye. The film stars Kevin Bacon as Valentine McKee, (laughs) Fred Ward as Errol Bassett, Finn Uh, Carter as uh, Rhonda Lebeck, Michael Gross as Burt Gummer, Reba McIntyre as Heather Gummer, and Tony Gennaro as Miguel, and Victor Wong as Walter Chang. Victor Wong. Oh, and that lassie for uh, Jurassic Park. The little girl for Jurassic Park's in this movie? Yeah, I found her. Aye. That's what bitch she is. <laughs> Where is she? Adriana Richards as Mindy Sterngood. Aye. I just can't remember her in the film. Get on a pogo stick. Was oh, that her? Hey. Oh, fucking film. Aye. So, Andrew, tell us about the plot to Tremors. Well, these fucking handymen, they know these different jobs, cover themselves shite so they get fucking pissed off and want to leave Toon. Mm-hmm. But they can't because mm-hmm. there's these giant alien worm, or we don't even care if they're fucking aliens or what they are. Mm-hmm. Big bastard worms come and start trying to eat Orkut. There's four of them, and then they start getting intelligent and start, like, eating hussies <laughs> to get to them, but then eventually figure out how to kill them and then do them in. Aye. That's the plot. Pretty much. Yeah. Tune in next week. Uh... <laughs> so, Andrew, what did you think of Tremors? Oh, it was no bad. It's just an easy watch. You need to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh... It's like a, well, it is, it's a 90s monster movie. Sci-fi uh, movie, really. Because my, th- for some reason, when watching this, I was like, there's no way this film could be described as a horror movie. No. Although there was two bits in it that I fucking jumped. Which were? The bit where the old farmer was, like, got sucked into the ground. Aye. And was, his hat was sitting there. Oh, with the face. And he's was just fucking <laughs> I expected it to be a hole when they lifted it and there was a head there. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and the bit where the, the old cunts were bald the house and they went out and the generator wasn't there and they went out to see what it was. And there was like, then the big explosion happened in the distance and I was like, oh, fuck. 
Mm-hmm. Did not expect that whatsoever. <laughs> Aye, I, um, I think I jumped back. Well, I've watched this film enough times now where I know where all, when all the punches are coming. Mm. But yeah, this is definitely, I, like, I do enjoy the film. It's, it's, it is a strange film. It's like dead original in the sense that it's like a monster movie, but they're coming from the ground. It's, it's uh, almost like Land Jaws. That's what I was thinking. It's like it happened like it was any moment. It just kind of looked like Jaws. Exactly. I thought that scene when they get to like the town and it's in like uh, Mr. Chang's shop and uh, uh, the engine in the refrigerator kicks in and they all turn it uh, off and they think it's fine then it just comes in through the shop floor and eats Chang. Oh, poor Chang. And I was like... It's just like Jaws. It's just like a shark, but on land. <laughs> so you guess I'd be the cheap cunt no getting fixed. <laughs> and like he, I, I wonder if he like, because this is this is like a small valley town. There's, it looks like there's no even more than twenty people living it. Probably not nah, even more than start, ten. No, goes to the sign and it's, I'm sure it says population fourteen. Right. And it was, it basically made you look like Chang ran the place. Yeah. Or like... So you, <laughs> you had the only shop in the whole place. Exactly. And the fact, when there was something new would pop up, he was like, I'll give you five bucks for it. Aye. That big dead, <laughs> that dead worm thing. Aye. Yeah. He's like, okay, right, 15. And there he, he's selling photo opportunities with the worm. Aye. <laughs> the boy does they miss out. He can sell to make money. Mm-hmm. And aye, Kevin Bacon delivering the best nineties hair you can get. Aye. Peach. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of like the timeline of Kevin Bacon's career. I think this was like like amongst his slump. Like this was obviously after the days of Footloose. Aye. Where he he would have been at his peak almost. Aye, aye. It would have been. So doing like sci-fi. I was gonna say sci-fi <laughs> horror, but it's almost like a sci-fi comedy. Aye. Because Dark I, comedy. Yeah, because this this film done like terrible in the box office, but Aye. it's one of these films that made triple its money back, like on home movie. Like, yeah, on VHS. Exactly. So, um, I can't think it was, was this your first screen in the Tremors? Or have you seen it before? I've seen, I've seen bits of all of them, but I can't even, I couldn't tell what part was for what, so. Yeah. Probably yeah. the first time I've seen it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I think I, had, I went through them in high school. Uh-huh. I think it was just like a friend had them all. So it was like a Saturday and just played through them all. Mm. And like you could only remember the best bits from the first one. <laughs> and then the fact that they become like, like I was going to say land mammals. <laughs> like they grow legs in the second one, basically. Oh, they basically turn into things with Starship Troopers. Ah, they're like little chicken nuggets running about. <laughs> so, I, so I, so you'll probably have seen the sequels. There's four all together. 
I've not seen four of them anyway. I've only seen the second then. That's it. And there's a TV series. Aye. Yep, it lasted for one season. <laughs> I think the lead in it was, like, it was Walter. Not Walter, that's the dead uh, Chinese guy. Uh, Bert. The gun man. Uh, yeah. Like, I think he was the lead of the TV series, because I think he is in all four movies as well. Oh, is he? Yeah. And I he is the best character, right, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I was looked, scrolling through the credits of the cast, though, another name that popped out was Dean Norris. Uh-huh. Hank from Breaking Bad. Aye. Yeah, he was in the TV series ten years ago. Oh, well. I'm just expecting that, like a slimmer. Maybe he's got hair in this one. <laughs> but aye, as you said, like Bert and his wife Heather were like the best characters in the film. Aye, just something about like a gun nut, like couple. Aye, like that was, I guess, who would be like the Robert Shaw character for Jaws, like the seasoned veteran for hunting. Aye, basically, aye. Where they can, have, can like, the fucking elephant gun. Aye, that was a beast. <laughs> fucking hell. The fucking size of the bullets. Mm-hmm. Like suppositories. <laughs> aye, you don't want that shot into you. Okay. But, aye, it was, like, let's see, the film ran for almost, I think maybe about an hour forty. And I would say about half of the movie was, like, just people, like, standing on things. In a sense, like, <laughs> hiding on rocks, hiding on roofs. It was weird, because it felt like that was, the majority of the film was just them outweighing the beasts. Uh, but you can't, according to that old bastard on the fucking telephone line. <laughs> but, ah, it, it was good, but... Uh, I reckon it felt almost long for a film that was on for an hour forty. Mm. But like, sure, mm. it was fine to begin with because like they have to kind of suss out the creatures, so it was fun to see them pull voting for rock to rock. <laughs> and then when they realise they could go through the shop floor, they get to the the roof and just mm. they stay up there, and then all of a sudden like they're back on the rocks. Oh, you just stuck there again. Aye, so it kind of felt like it wasn't going anywhere for a point. Because it got to a point where it's like, I couldn't remember how this film ended. Aye. But I guess it was just to the point where like they managed to kill them all. Like, Aye, I thought it was, I couldn't remember to kill them all, eventually. Aye. Because it was, it was like, killed them all, and then, like, they're all just... Like, yeah, we're fine. Oh, man, People Magazine, I want to talk to us. Like, get People Magazine, National Geographic. Then it was like, all of a sudden, oh, wait, there's a romantic subplot we've no tied up yet. And they just quickly kiss at the end and the credits kick in. Uh, So, but, like, obviously this is no film to be taken seriously. No. Well, I think it's meant to be. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was, uh, like, it does... Like, watching it for the first time, it will go in quite smooth, I think. It's great. Yeah, went out thing with me. Aye, because, like, you, you'll have the genuine interest of how they're going to outsmart these creatures who yeah. are getting smarter as the movie goes on. 
Mm-hmm. Like how they managed to kill one, they just managed to make it run into the wall. <laughs> um, oh, unlucky. Mm-hmm. Then like they were playing fetch with the dynamite and blowing up the others. I think that was a great reaction when like they done it the first time, threw it out. Uh, the graboid, which is a name in itself, <laughs> grabbed uh, it, grabbed the, the the dynamite, swallowed it, blew up, and everyone was like, "Yes!" Then they get covered in all this orange shit. <laughs> so that was, that was like a wee good payoff, just to <laughs> see fucking like bags of this shit get flung down on them. Aye, uh, I'm still celebrating quick. Aye, but is that it was like how there's this constant like evolution where the fact when they try it again it spits it back out at them mm. so oh, was that the brainy one I think there was like one that was more brainy than the rest oh like the one that they was hanging on to the van at, to begin oh, with Stumpy or something yeah the nickname they gave it aye aye so wait a second was that all my notes I thought I took more notes about this film I think I think I got to a point where I just kind of turned off and watched the movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a movie you could overanalyze. Yeah. It's like what what is the meaning of the graboids? What was the purpose? Why are they yeah, here? Why are they here? Where did they come from? Are are they testing man? Yeah. Are they trying to make man evolve? <laughs> <laughs> are are they just trying to help? Are they are they physical creations that are meant to push Kevin Bacon? Further in life than this <laughs> sleepy valley town is are are they just his motivation? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think his goal Fucking was in that weird. movie. His goal was to find was that a woman with blonde hair, green eyes, and world-renowned tits, uh, breasts, uh, aye, big titties. <laughs> I do love way. He was like a hound dog to begin with. The fact uh, when it says, oh wait, that's a girl. And then he just takes the, the fucking jeep right off the road and directly uh, towards the woman. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's a decent film. Uh, I think it, like, the quality wanes as the films go on because we've watched the sequel this week as well. Uh, and it was alright. Uh, as you'd expect, it only had like one of the two leads in the, in the film. It was a... Uh, uh, I was going to say Fred Ward, aye, Errol, and aye. it seems like it's like the same shit happens again. There's more graboids, they go to him, offering him lots of money because he's been screwed over and all the money he made out of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kevin Bacon marries uh, Rhoda LeBeck and they just go off into the sunset. Uh-huh. So he's sitting in a trailer park after being screwed up by like the stock market. Right. So he starts getting offered like contracts to kill others or even more money to bring one back alive. So just like then uh-huh. shenanigans ensue when they uh-huh. grow legs and they have to call in Bert for like some firepower and I, I, I think it's fun, but it's to the point where maybe four movies and a TV series. Might yeah. be a little bit over. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I attend two attempts to get through the second film. Mm. But aye, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, you got any other thing you want to say about 
Tremors? Uh, not really. Any other highlights? Um, the, oh no, the one thing that a bit that pissed me off. Oh, aye. Is that <laughs> cheeky wee bastard Bam? Oh yeah, like like the nineties teenager. Aye, I fucking wanted him to die so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would have <laughs> his, his, his fucking basketball and then go and get it and then fall into a fucking hole. Fucking prick. Ah, he was a little bit annoying. It was yeah. just to the point where there was like a reaction when it had killed one of the graboids and everyone was cheering and they cut to him on the wee iron hut. He was like, yeah, way to go! He <laughs> was like, oh, kill him next. So, you know about the budget and box office this movie? Yeah. Well, the film was... supposed to kill that, am I? No, no. Do, would you like uh, to know? Oh, would I? Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> well, it cost 11 million to make. Right. And their box office rate in 60 million. Right. So. No bad in itself. Ah, it will be underwhelming to the studios. I'm sure they would have expected... Maybe at least double their money back. Mm. Uh, if you want to know where they are now, Kevin Bacon could be found in several EE adverts. Right. Well, he sold, sold it to the fucking mobiles. <laughs> it's just seen him on those adverts where he's talking like uh, about the World Cup and uh, like using all the football terminology as if like it's second nature to him. Yeah. Like, even me, who I don't give two fucks about football, is like, ah, boy, he's just putting it on, like. Mm. Um, too fucking uh, He's also, like, he's, he's an actor. He should make this convincing. Oh. Uh, he's also in a TV show, The Following. I have not even attempted to watch it. Yep. I think he did get a Best Actor Award at some sort of sci-fi convention for The Following. Oh. And he is also currently filming three films. Well, starring in three films. None of which I have cared written down. Mm. Uh, Fred Ward is still active. He did appear in the 2011 movie 30 Minutes or Less. And most recently in uh, Two Guns from 2013. Marky Mark and Denzel Washington. Oh. So, well, I'm sure he's just got to look like some old dude with long hair now. Oh, uh, Finn Carter, like, kind of stopped acting after 2005. I think maybe her last 10 movies were all TV movies. Uh-huh. So, her last known appearance was in the movie Halfway Decent. I was <laughs> talking about the film, I take it. <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh wait, I'm just gonna unplug my laptop from the wall. That's thunder catching up with me. Oh, fucking Scottish weather. I just heard it there. Aye, so uh, Michael Gross uh, is like Tremors was his meal ticket. The boy got four <laughs> movies and a TV series out of this. He is still acting <laughs> today. He's got two movies in post production. Like, the Tremors movies. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, let's get the <laughs> Tremors guy. It would be uh, something that like, involved him having to get guns. 
Probably. And of course, uh, Adriana Richards was in this film, who later went on to star in Jurassic Park, three years later. Mm. And uh, she also returned after Jurassic Park for Tremors Three. Oh, um. yeah, I think that one like I can't mind the title. It's something like uh, "Back to the Beginning" or "Back to the Original." Uh, so I'm guessing with her getting credited and uh, Michael Gross come back as Bart, maybe they go back to the wee valley town. Mm. So. Uh, when it comes to awards for Tremors, nothing. It did receive four nominations at the Academy mm. of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror. <laughs> the only place that it will get these sort of nominations. Mm. So it was nominated for Best Sci Fi, two Best Supporting Actress nods. Uh? Uh, yep, uh, for Bert's Wife and the Female Love Interest. Mm hmm. No, the female, the lead actress. <laughs> and also, obviously, nominated for Best Special Effects. Because, like, at this point, this was all practical effects, wasn't mm. it? Like, yeah. when, when watching the sequel, it's a mixture of CGI and uh, <sighs> animatronics, I guess. But, like... That film went through some fucking, like, animatronics in the sense, like, it's big car-like creatures erupting from, like, the sand, from the earth. Car-like? You say car-like? Aye, like, judging, like, the size of it. Oh. Like, what actually breaks out of the ground, like, that mass. I thought you were saying that it was fucking looking like a car. (laughs) No. (laughs) But it was just the fact, something that big... Which is underground, well, they must have been on some sort of stage at times for the shots where they just burst out the ground, like maybe some sort of sound stage. Because mm-hmm. it's just impressive to see like big creatures bursting out of the earth. Yeah. And even if it's just like a quick one shot, but like, some, like, somebody had to like operate that thing. Somebody had to make that burst out the earth and mouth oh, open. Oh, that would be like a fucking Jaws. Aye, that's like a crew. fucking work it. Exactly. But, as I said, these, they did receive all these nominations, so it didn't win any of them. Uh, the best special effects that year actually went to Bats of the Future 2. <laughs> so. Like, oh, you know, it's technically in the future, so. Aye, so flying DeLorean and all. Aye. But, aye. Right, so when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes, what percentage do you think the critics gave the movie, Andrew? Um, I would say... 64. Close. It was 84%. That's no close, you liar. <laughs> Got my hopes up that it was going to be close, and it's just 84, that's not even near it. <laughs> okay, alright, so that was based on 27 positive reviews to 5 negative. And the Internet Movie Database rated it 7.2. Oh, I don't want to fucking guess at that, did it? Nah, you're going to get it wrong anyway. Fuck <laughs> Based on 71,000 votes. What's this fucking meta score? Meta score? Aye. 
Are you are you want us to bring Metacritic into this? Yes. I, I, I thought just like for judging video games, I don't think they give a fuck about movies. No, this, this is what I'm going to ask you. Oh, please enlighten me. 60 fucking 5. Was this a percentage website as well? I don't fucking know, I just see 65. Right. Because <laughs> I'm aware that Metacritic's one for like video games, like, is this just not making rated, like, rating websites a little oversaturated by throwing another one in there? Hmm. Like, I'm not going to read off three. It's bad enough that we're reading off two, but they're sort of different enough that I could get away with it. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, fuck me, I'll score. I just, like, fucking you. We see you get something wrong for a change. Oh, fucking yeah. hell. Look at somebody getting a wee bit tight there. Fuck <laughs> you. Right. Um, do you have any trivia to add about Tremors? No, no, I'm interesting to be honest. Fucking Valentine's belt buckle was in the shape of a heart. Bacon, who the fuck that was? I was Kevin Bacon. Uh, I didn't their names, I just thought, I just said, <laughs> the cowboy boy, or oh, human being, Chinese guy, fucking Mexican, chubby Mexican. <laughs> Did I you recognise the Chinese guy, if anything? Eh, uh, what was that? Little shop, no. Big trouble. That's it. I was going to say build a china shop. <laughs> build a china shop. It's <laughs> It's not, but it's cool. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking 60, fucking 5 is close to 85. <laughs> okay, so it's just shit trivia. Uh, the trivia is bosh. I didn't know that uh, the ending to the movie was redone. Like, I think they were upset that they never tied up the, the romantic angle. They just teased it. There was uh-huh. like a... I think there was just like this mutual nod between Kevin Bacon and, and the lady. Yeah. And I think the audience needed more clarification. They wanted them to run to the end of the street and give her a wee cuddle and a kiss to send them <laughs> home happy. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I, think, I think there is some sort of Tremors documentary floating about out there. I think it was on like one of the DVD releases, which also uh, features this alternative ending, which was shot. So I would actually be quite interested in seeing that because I just want to see how like they made this movie. Hi. Because like they've used some big ass props for this film. Aye, they had to like, dig a big bastard hole in the ground for the car. Aye, definitely. And like, it was just the... I just working how they done it. I want to peek behind the curtain. I can't take all this movie magic. I'll fucking buy the DVD then. Fuck off, that's what the internet's for. <laughs> <laughs> I will bet fucking a pound that this documentary's going to be on YouTube. Oh, aye. Let's have a look, let's have a look, let's have a look. This is my energy yeah, just man. kicked in. YouTube. Oh, find a goof. And the doctor's talking to his wife. In the, in the, where he's building the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see a boom mic above his head when you watch it in widescreen. Which is fail. <laughs> you don't see it in fucking 
Package and see in the square. Alright, that was a load of shit. I'm just going to edit that part out. <laughs> anyway. Fuck you. You failed. Keep it in. So, right. Next time on Films and Swearing. It is your choice, Andrew. Where uh, are we going with this? Where are we going? Well, I was tempted to annoy you with putting a shit film. <sighs> like Tremors 2. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I, I, I was going to say that's not too bad because I have just finished watching that so <laughs> oh Tremors 5 then wait that's probably just like Bert's home movies alright <laughs> no but I decided to go for Chef that cunt that directed Iron Man's in it alright John Favreau alright who has also directed that film eh was he not also the director for that film? I think I'm fucking glad we haven't seen it yet. Okay, right, okay, we'll save that for a episode 20 of Filming Swearing. Shit. Oh, yeah, 20. I know. I think it would make it. <laughs> I'm not buying you another cake. Oh, I look forward to that. No, that was two cakes. There won't be two cakes. If it's going to be Chef, it's going to have to be tacos. It's going to have to be tacos. Mexican food. Mexican? Yeah, because... I'm he... fucking... So it's got to take place at 2 years fucking Skype me in the toilets. <laughs> Are you able to talk yet? Nah! <laughs> Burning! I was getting with the foods, no. <laughs> this is not supposed to be an interactive experience. <laughs> fucking 4D. <laughs> So, okay, right. Next week will be Chef. So, uh, if you want to uh, like keep up to date with us in the meantime, you could subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search Films and Swearing. Uh, if downloading us isn't your bag, you could stream us on Stitcher Radio. Yeah. Just search Films and Swearing once again. Like us on Facebook... It's facebook.com forward slash films and swearing. You could join us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram with the username FAS Podcast. Uh-huh. Like if you're that socially networked. I'm no. <laughs> I've got Markin got fucking raped the Russians. Aye, uh, you got Rocky Ford. Aye. But Follow <laughs> In the meantime, if you need to find out more about us, hit up filmsandswearing.com because all the links are there. Yeah. And suggest a movie. Please. We're running thin. <laughs> we will pay you. <laughs> right. All Nothing. our friends are just doing shit films. <laughs> okay, so that's right. how you could find us on the internet. I have been your host... For this extended episode, I'm Stuart Sutherland, and joining me we had... Me! That's Andrew Would you Walker. And I talked over you again. Fucking shut up, you fucking dick. <laughs> Aye, so, uh, fuck off and tune in next week to your midweek movie podcast of choice. Which is us, yeah. by the way. Don't choose any other ones. Especially us movies, they come out on Sundays, so it's not really midweek. Yeah.
don't know, but who the fuck downloads a podcast on a Sunday? 